Hey everyone, happy to have you here for another episode of Legacy Matters. Today, as usual, we will talk about whatever comes up with a slight leaning toward discussions of preserving your legacy, preparing for things to come, and sharing stories we find amusing. Good. Good. All right, you two. Oh, lovely. Nice, Sarah. Okay, welcome to Legacy Matters. Thanks for tuning in. Yeah, we're starting, Sarah. Put the makeup away. Put the coasters away. Come on, come on. This is. Did you really start? Of course I did. This is the real deal, Sarah. All right. All right. Professionals. Thanks for tuning in, folks. Thanks for subscribing. Thanks for the comments. Thanks for the emails. Putting up with our crap. Why can't I hear myself? Oh. Oh, maybe you need to get in there a little bit. Info at Legacy Matters podcast.com yep and you can find us legacy matters podcast.com obviously for <laughs> you know in case anyone doesn't know right. well you know some people need a little help it's all good thanks help. for the comments we really appreciate really the great appreciate comments the comments the suggestions you know, especially ones about me oh oh jim is so hot I, that one that's the, my favorite yeah, yeah. <laughs> who sent that in I you guys get that from if me I oh. an, if i see another camp comment <laughs> I do talk about camp a lot. You do, you do. talk about camp a um, lot. You know what's really helpful <clears throat> is uh, when when your friends ask you, "Hey, are you listening to any podcasts that you like?" If you say, "Yeah," oh, I can't get enough of that. Legacy matters. It's the best thing ever. Mm-hmm. That that helps. So, J- sure, yeah, sure nice. does. Yeah. Uh, Jim, weather check. Weather check. Okay, in February, here we are. It is bright and sunny, mm-hmm. crisp day. It's had a, a little, little slushy. Su- had a little snow last night. A little icy on the roads. Sarah got a little black stuck. ice. Oh, you it got was, stuck. So I was with driving with my sister. <clears throat> Excuse I mean, me. I know, and she's a very seasoned driver. And but we took back roads to get home, and she's like, "I don't know, Sarah. I've never been this scared before." She's like, "I don't have my boots." I don't oh have a proper God. jacket. And, and, but, we had and, stopped to get snacks, thank God. Did, did you get like tiny sausages and cheese curds like all Wisconsinites <laughs> get all the time? No. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> yeah, you shut up. That'll keep you alive. Anyway. Okay, just uh, to keep this real, I mean, it snowed like two inches. Uh-uh. It was very, it was, it was coming down really hard for uh-huh. a little bit. Oh, was it? We did weren't you prepared. Get, did you get yeah. caught in that uh, chemical fire in Becker at all? Like, uh-uh. did you see anything about that? No. You can smell it outside here. Oh, um, really? Yeah, some Twin Metals uh, recycling plant. Now you told is, everybody where I live. You don't live in Becker? No, but I live close by. Well, now you told them where you live. <laughs> <laughs> no. Anyway, no, I did not. Um, all right, so, so you, didn't off, have off a, you didn't have dinner packed. You didn't have any snowshoes or no. whatever. You guys <laughs> but were she just was just like, she was down. nervous. But you're rocking but you the Subs, right? You're rocking yeah, the Subaru. Yeah, That's yeah. a good car, right? It's a great car. Yeah. So no problem. And we got Ron on backup, you know. Yeah, so. you're, you're good to go. Everything is good. It. Yep. Fine. No candle. Here. You didn't have to pull over and light a candle. <laughs> oh, no. That's old school. Oh. You, I know. You didn't I'm grab the Snickers out of the <laughs> toolbox in the back. Right. Yeah. Well, let's introduce our, des- our guest, because <laughs> yeah. actually I have a weird question that maybe, I don't know, yeah. if he's right. interested in this go stuff. Go ahead, but- Sam. All right. We've got John Polad in here today. Hi, John. Hi, Thanks John. Thanks for coming in. Thank you. Thanks for coming yeah, in. We're going to let you for having me. Yeah. Is it possible that I can take this microphone and walk around? Oh, you can. Oh, you can do whatever you, you don't I'm do whatever you want. Yeah. I'm a pacer. Take no, it off. No you problem. can lean back. Cable's can, too short. You only got three. Well, he has enough. <laughs> See, I've got the long one where I... There's, look at, sometimes, there's no, you know what? This is kind of nice. 
We <laughs> your, your chair doesn't God. go. You I, look I, like I Johnny Fever. Do, Do I? I? Take a that's what yeah. I'm. That's what I'm going for. I know. Johnny Fever. Yeah. You remember Johnny WKRP Fever? in Cincinnati? Oh yeah. 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 That's, that's the look I'm Jim's going for. Idol. By the way, there's no microphone cord that's long enough for me because I have. <laughs> Whoa. To, if I'm singing, I have to. I you have need to, full I range. I have to roam. Like oh, yeah. into oh. the audience. Oh yeah. Have you done that? Oh yeah. Have you done one of the fallback like catch me? No, I haven't done Stage one of those, dive? but I've gone Stage down. Dive? I've gone. I've done the knee drop. Yeah, that's solid. Wow. Which, yeah. What's the knee drop? Well, you just drop down and, and as you're and oh, you're like oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, you're, yeah, you're yeah. like this. You're like yeah. I did it on the video. I should. right. Yeah, that was wow. awesome. What song was it? Do you remember? Yeah, I remember. Yeah. It was Mustang Sally. Oh, that's right. Yeah. The one you showed. Okay. Did you have long hair in the in the late seventies? Well, let's go 80s. 70s, my God. 60s? <laughs> Jesus. 40s? <laughs> well, but hey, thought... listen, he does the same thing with me. Yeah. He, yeah. Like, I'm like a kid that way. Like, I can't, everybody, everybody's the same age. I don't, I don't tell age very well. No, but I will tell you something. Yeah. I thought I was Billy Idol in... in <laughs> oh, I can see that. Oh. In like 1980. Yeah. 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 Had, well, you're still kind of Those were the days that. when Madonna had the... Uh, had all those bracelets mm-hmm. on oh, and yeah. everything, and Billy Idol had the uh, cross hanging. Yes, from, yeah, yeah, good stuff. So, do you know how many bracelets I had on? <laughs> About four hundred. You know what I mean? <laughs> Way down. And I had the cross hanging from oh, the. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Is that? Did you ever rock that look? Yeah. Did you ever have a cross earring? Uh yeah, I did. I oh, did. I I rocked the <laughs> new wave. I I rocked a new wave <clears throat> look. Um, and. Uh, I was heavy into Duran Duran, oh. so I was I was trying to pull that. Oh boy, because the ladies like <laughs> loving the, the ladies still love yeah. Duran Duran. So it was all dyed like kind of burgundy in back, and then blonde in front. Ooh, burgundy, you know, burgundy. What's your favorite? Are you a Duran Duran fan? Or well, I was. You was. I mean, what was your favorite video? Um, it was doesn't have reflex. To. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jim, what was yours? Uh, real. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's kind of what got me into it. And then I saw a bunch of girls liked it and I thought, (laughs) is that the slow one that goes, "Hmm." that's no real. Her name is Rio. That one. Yeah. Where they're on the the boat. On the the ship. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They're cruising. cruising And they're all like hanging out on the sailboat. Yeah, with their suits on. But then I, but then I got into a huge (laughs) metal thing. So, so John, I grew up. In, I, I suspect we grew up in different neighborhoods. I'm not sure. <laughs> but I grew up in Crystal. So what was in Crystal... I wanted to live in Crystal. Yeah, oh, yeah. because the Iron Horse was in Crystal. All my life, I thought, yeah. Crystal, Crystal. <laughs> that, the that Iron Horse. Place. So I grew up right down the street from the Iron Horse, which was in the 80s, huge metal scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, I, so... Uh, did you spend some time there, did you? I never spent some time at the Iron Horse, no. but I've spent a lot of time at karaoke places around here. And yes, and not 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 all positive. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, do you go to the Moose down the street here? I do not go to the Moose. I've been. To, uh, God, I'm trying to remember. Uh, the um, Vegas Lounge. Vegas Lounge yeah. is a big karaoke. And then one. there's uh, one called the Otter. Yeah, you Otter stop in. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Otter was uh, was interesting. So there's a roughness sometimes to this area, you know. Yeah. Little, oh, I've been in this neighborhood for a long time, and I you've it, seen it, it when it was well before it really got like kind of hippified. The Otter and Whitey's and the Deuce Deuce. Yeah, I mean those were like <laughs> I remember walking into the Otter once, and I was like, "Holy smokes!" It was. I didn't. I left. 
Yeah. I'm cutting that one short because. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a good thing that you're a likable guy because, um, you know, like, you know, no one's beating you up just for you walking in, right? Right. Yeah. No. Well, I also left right away. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I know my limits. I know when I get the stink eye, <laughs> it's time to leave. Anyways. All right. So you were rocking a Billy Idol look. I mean, John, oh, you are yeah. into music big time. I and am that's into music. something we've been talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and, and it's spe- something I can't stop talking about. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I, I love that. I love yeah. that about you. Yeah. I mean, so... Do people know that about you? Is it like a common knowledge type of yeah. deal? Yeah, I mean, You're, people you know it out there? I, I'm, I'm not in the uh, closet on music. Okay. Um, yeah, it all... St- I don't know when it started. my question. dad. Yeah, my dad... Um, <laughs> <laughs> I wish I wish we could have videoed that one. That one. <laughs> yeah, that was classic. You opened it up. Do you know how many times he deserves that? I know. You know what? I'm, I'm going to give it to him. Good. I'm going to give it to him. Yeah. You know, my dad used to go to, um, whenever he was at a piano bar, there was mm-hmm. this place called the, um, this is the Pool and Yacht Club, and it sounds uh, much fancier than it is out in, out in Lilydale in Egan. And he used to sing at the piano oh whether the piano player wanted him to or not yeah <laughs> just like get out of him out of the and way and that's when i picked up sinatra and uh, that's when i do the roaming microphone by the way oh nice do so you, you have to have yeah, a cordless i was gonna say cordless yeah. cordless is fine yeah, yeah but, but you want the old school there's like something about cordless. the cord that you just kind of right you know. yeah and you got to hold the martini and yeah yeah wander about <laughs> right <laughs> but then my but i loved doing it and um my wife would say, Kathy would say, I'm never going to do that. I don't know how you can do that. I don't know how you can do that. And she did it once. And that was it. She fell now in she, love with it? We, what? She fell oh, in yeah, love you with guys, it? Oh, God. You guys are both big into it. Oh, she, yeah. Yeah. There's nothing that, there's, you know what? I have an easier time. The first time I sang on a stage, actually, believe it or not, was at a fundraiser um, uh, with the, uh, for the Vikings. It was a Joe Schmidt. Uh, fundraiser. There were about a thousand people there. Okay, this is the first time. It's the first time I sang on a stage. Holy okay, smokes. so listen to this. So I'm <laughs> sitting there, and one of the auction items is sing the second song with the band. Okay. Oh yeah. So there's a thousand people in there, and I'm sitting there with all my colleagues and and Kathy. We weren't married at the time, and of course you're supposed to put your hand up to bid. Sure. Right. Whose hand goes up? And <laughs> you want to know who else's hand went up? Zero. My hand went up, and no one like, else wanted to sing with the band. And Kathy was looking around at people, saying, "Is he going to do this? Is he going to do this?" And I did it. It was. Uh, what song I, was it? Mustang Sally. The, it's still oh. the same. Okay. Yeah, yeah but the, you know, it's, well, you got it. Yeah, I have your... an easier time getting up and singing mm-hmm. than I do giving a presentation. That mm-hmm. is, th- mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's a. It's like your alter skill. ego. I mean, that's right. I don't even know if it's my alter ego. Maybe it's, it's your primary. Your, yeah, I think it's my yeah. primary. Okay, so that's the first time a thousand people. I mean, were you nervous? <clears throat> Not at all. No. Did you have shit. a few drinks? Uh, had you had a few drinks? I had a couple, but yeah. but nothing substantial enough to. No, but the entire table is like, "Are you kidding me?" Right. Yeah. You're like, really it's gonna- for charity. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, it turns I, I hate out to you're... say it. It was for me. Actually. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's a very selfish act. I, know. I, know. I mean, did so? 
everyone's sitting there. You get up there, and I've obviously I've seen the video of you singing that song. I know you're quite capable, oh. not of that particular no, 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 one, but, but yeah. yeah, yeah, you know, that yeah. Fun. Is that? Uh, I mean, do you have do you have more range? I'm assuming you do. You have other things that you. But other is songs? that like your go to? Yeah, where you, you kind of know I can <clears throat> nail this one. Yeah, I went. I, my my, I have twin boys. Yeah, they're 21 and. They're terrific guys, and I probably embarrass them more than most, um, you know, most parents. That's your job. That's especially at that age. Yeah. Yeah. I got to tell you, I don't think I don't. I've seen the video of you. That is not embarrassing at all. It's it's pretty (laughs) kick ass. Maybe he's found ways to make it embarrassing. (laughs) No, you know, when you're 21, (laughs) yeah, totally. Your dad getting up and singing anywhere is Mm -hmm. embarrassing. Mm -hmm. So, um, no, but when I they gave me Kathy and the boys gave me. The gift that yeah. I keeps on giving. They said, "Dad, we're going to send you to rock camp for seven days." Oh yeah, in in Vegas. I mean, Jim is my like dream. This is I know. John. When you were in here a while back ago, we were talking about this, and you left, and I was like, "That's I just what I want." That. That's what you want to do. Oh. It's like he's smiling, but there's tears rolling out. Oh, I, I know, I know, I know. There is. I'm like Amber. Listen to if you're going to listen to one podcast, listen to this one, and this is what I want for Christmas. <laughs> And, okay, John. and it is really seriously. It was a blast. So you go there, and you immediately get you know you uh, in advance you say I'm vocals or I'm guitar or I'm drum. You know, and what they do is you they put together your band based on what you're doing before you get there. Mm-hmm. And you go in there. They give an introduction. It was at a sound studio in Vegas. They throw you in a room with your band, and they say, "Play something." So every but right away they get over the whole you know being nervous but the guy who has to sing everybody plays and then in the five seconds rolling up to when you're going to open your mouth people are like on edge because they know if the vocalist is terrible right right everything's going to fall apart and everybody for their next seven days is going to be yeah it's going to be terrible yeah so anyway we got in we really got along well and um and every morning they would have a different rock star come in. And the theme of this one happened to be metal. Um, oh, Jimmy. So they had uh, Rudy Sarzo oh. um, one, one day. Um, they had Tommy Thayer yeah. one, from Kiss one day. Yeah. They had Paul Stanley from Kiss one day. And uh, <laughs> John Five from yes. Marilyn Manson. Yeah. And uh, who was the, who's the guy uh, that drummed for uh, Whitesnake? Oh shoot! Now you got me. I, know, I mean, I Rudy Sarzo deep. is a quiet riot. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I'll yep. look it up. And I think he was also in. Uh, wasn't didn't he play in Blizzard of Oz too? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. But then you know they so you go through this thing every day and you have to practice with the guy in the morning and then you have to play in the afternoon in front of everybody. Right. Um, but then it all culminates into two nights at the House of Blues in Vegas where you get up there and each band has 10 minutes to sing and you sing with the rock star. So I got to tell you the most nerve wracking moment of it all is I had to sing Detroit rock city with Paul Stanley playing the guitar. Holy shit. So here's a guy, here's a guy that's been playing this thing for like 50 years. Oh yeah. And it's his staple and they open it. They open with it. And I'm like, Oh God. And I'm like, don't, don't, don't mess f it, it up. up. Don't. I, yeah. Well, can I? Say we can that? swear. Yeah, don't, swear all Don't you f want. it up. Don't right. f up that one. So. Uh, so. So. How do you? 
I mean, John, I mean, that's pretty... It's a high I mean, job. Yeah, so Paul Stanley's <laughs> playing guitar as you <clears throat> sing his song. And is it so much fun? I mean, was it a blast? Oh, God, it was a blast. Is there, yeah. is there a large audience of, of yeah, people not say, connected like with Like the, the general thing? public? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they do. You have all the campers or whatever uh-huh. in there, but um, they also open it up. And, of course, there's no cover or anything like that. And the people know what it is sure. when right. they come in. So sure. they're, they're not going to, no one's going to, they're very encouraging and everybody's uh-huh, like, uh-huh. you know, whatever. But um, so they know they're going into the rock camp thing. Yeah. Where and they're going to see both bands. some famous people right. plus some not I mean, famous people who work with I mean, this is hugely famous. I mean, a guy like Paul, all these guys, right? Tommy, but, Tommy Aldridge or Brian Titchy? Is that well, Tommy Aldridge. Tommy oh, Aldridge. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I had to sing "Here We Go Again" on you know "Here I Go Again" That's on my hard own song too. with him playing the drums. Yeah, <laughs> and I gave the I gave our counselor the you know high note. Yeah, I'm like I can't hit that note. Yeah. So this is one I this is what I'm wondering about is that these are guys that have made a living at this. I mean, Paul Stanley, I'm sure needs not one dime at this point. You know, yeah. so I mean, they must. Uh, they're doing this because it's fun. Is that right? Oh yeah. I mean, they, they just love. It's 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 their form uh, their form of give back. Yeah. 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 You know what I, mean? I bet yeah. it is yeah. fun for them too. Like, well, especially metal because you know that metal is not you know on its way up. Right. Right. Mm. And, right. Um, to get people who are interested in metal doing it, and again, I'm not a metal guy, but um, but, but it was a lot of fun. Hang out with the metal folks when you need to. Yeah can hold so, you around but you're a guitar player as well right yes not a very good one okay so so vocals is your thing so yes. is your thing yeah awesome. so when you were a kid i mean were you what were you into when you were a kid in high school <laughs> yeah well, like i mean you were rocking a billy idol look mean, like, but i mean music well yeah. did you let me ask like, you, what were you i mean yeah. i mean okay so you're in did you ever think john that you'd be on stage with right. those guys right look at it when i was 13 years old i yeah. i i had kissed everything you know Uh i had it all over my wall i had it everywhere if you would have told me at the age of 13 yeah that i was going to a know those guys yeah you know as pals but also um perform with them i would have said they're blowing your mind oh my god i bet they wouldn't have known either you know i I bet no one saw foresaw some day where there would be the path, these camps yeah. where you would oh, hang no. out with sort of right. regular folks making music and having fun like that. And I'm sure those guys woke up in the morning and said, I'll never have an opportunity to sing with John. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they probably they, had pictures. They had of, John know. posters on the yeah, wall. Yeah. Yeah. Paul was probably, you know, he's getting to rock camp and he's looking at your bio. He's like, okay, oh, so yeah. John mm, Paulette's coming serious. in yeah. vocals. Of serious All right, stuff. Let's see what's up with this guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I didn't get hired. <clears throat> yeah. You don't need to though. Yeah. You, I no, mean, that's, that's not the, that's, that's fun. That is fun. So how does that work? So when you're there at something like that, so I'm fantasizing of when I get to. You'll go. get there one day, Jim. Thanks. Yeah. Um. I mean, do you do you guys uh, have dinner together? I mean, do you guys, you know, how do you how mean does with the, yeah, with rock the, camp. with the actual yeah, uh, like uh, with celebrities and, or whatever? Yeah. No, you really don't. <clears throat> okay. Um. You know, you spend it, and it is not. You know, you're not messing around. You are there from from nine to five every day okay and because you you have to be practicing that 10 and that is a long 10 minutes mm-hmm. uh, yeah when you're at the house mm-hmm. of blues and you're so we decided to do a uh a, a medley to uh-huh. get it all in 
Okay. Sure. So we did. Okay. We started out with War Pigs by uh, Black Sabbath. Yep, by Black Sabbath. <laughs> yep. Sabbath. We moved into um, what was it? Uh, Roadhouse Blues by The Doors. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we ended with. Um, I can't remember what we ended with. Anyway. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's okay. And <laughs> and is it like regular rock and roll? Do, like, do they make you do drugs? Uh, no, they? no, they don't. They, <laughs> I can tell you that my um, that our uh, our counselor kept on claiming he had a cold. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Oh. Okay. So um, so what's a he, counselor like when you say counselor? Like you know, essentially what they are, uh, they're these um, sort of studio musicians or musicians who are sort of up and coming mm-hmm. and you know that's not a high paying job um you know when you're trying to be a musician and so right. they they get paid to come in and and uh and sort of guide the bands okay um yep. and uh and so um great guys yeah but uh, what was the cold about Oh yeah, that. Oh, um, is it? I was no. kind of hoping. Um, <laughs> Maybe. I mean, that might just I mean, sum it up. I right. no, 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 no. <laughs> we mark this explicit, so you kind of, you know. Whatever. Okay. All right. No. So he kept on saying he had a cold, yeah. right? So he's like, "Oh God," <clears throat> you know, and um, so he'd take a shot of cough syrup, and I'm like, um, "Jason, are you?" drinking that whole thing out of the bottle and he's like no 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 i've got a cold right no big deal so the next day i thought you know what we can do better than cough syrup so all the band went out and bought a bottle of fireball oh yeah that'll fix it that'll do it yeah Yeah. and so that uh yeah that was the rock and roll day (laughs) and was it like a bottle a day kind of thing or Uh, um, <laughs> you don't have to answer that. You're gonna say a <laughs> so handle. <stupid. laughs> a handle a day. Uh, I lived in Vegas. For, for you, a survi- while. I, really? you survived. You yeah, survived for a year. Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah, I survived it, but that was you know that was a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so no fireball. How many? I, and I know we're on this camp thing, but how many? Have you just done it the one time, or have you done it more than once? I have done it one time, okay. but I would like to go back because each time they have a theme. <clears throat> Um, uh, a music theme like a different genre yeah a a different music theme so Aerosmith was there one um, that'd be cool oh my god I can't believe I'm losing the guitar player's name Uh, oh Steve Joe 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 Perry Perry. yeah Yeah. Joe Perry Joe Perry was there yeah he was there and um, I mean do you have to know how to I mean I can kind of (laughs) sing I could figure (laughs) it out I have to tell you um, there were people there who really were not good Oh, yeah. Um, they were really not accomplished at all mm-hmm. um, on the singing side and on the guitar side. But you know what? That's the whole point. Yeah. Is yeah. they were very encouraging. Now, the band sometimes got frustrated. Sure. But for the most part, everybody's very encouraging. Nobody nobody sort of smirks. And, you know, you're all right. there for the same thing. You, yeah. You want to be you want to be a rock star. Sure. So if you're if you're a guitar player or well, singer too. I mean, did you know the the tunes you were gonna do? Did you know before, the genre before, before you? Went? Yeah, well, you knew the genre, okay. but did you know like the actual songs before you got there? They kind of they gave you an idea, uh-huh. but you know, more often than not, the um, the artists would switch it up or okay. you know, switch it up on yeah. you. So you know, there's no need for preparation before okay before you go. Right. It is. It was worth. Every penny. So yeah. who would you want to play with if you had your choice? Who's on your mm. list? 
That's a good question. Mm-hmm. Um, well, this would be impossible, but Stevie Ray Vaughan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Um, that'd be cool. Would have been a great one. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd have to think about that. Mm-hmm. Let's okay. come back to that sure. one because there's so many out there. Right? It's a right. hard question. Jim, I want to know yours too. You can think about it. <laughs> yeah. It's a hard question, you know? <laughs> well, well, it is. It's really Jim, hard. Jim might already know, though. Well, who would, who would Amber oh. want to play with? Oh, yeah. That's a, <laughs> well, she'd want to, him. No, no. No, she, no, she'd, she'd push not. him aside. She'd, no. she'd say, I mean, her and I might be the same. I mean, I'd, I'd say the crew. I mean, I want to play oh, with God. the crew. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? I ask because, as so Jim and his girlfriend, Amber, uh, she's a, he's an artist. She's a federal prosecutor. And, like, on paper, there's... There's no way these two people should be together. <laughs> I gotta go. <laughs> a federal prosecutor? No, yeah, we can't, yeah. we can't scary. start She's talking scary. about this. But but no no reason they should be together. But their love of metal. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it just binds them. Yeah, it's cute. It is cute. You it guys is. saw Rat? Who's the lead singer of Rat that you saw? Um, um, Stephen Piercy. And that's who? You, who did you? L.A. Guns? You saw just yeah, recently? Yeah, we just saw. Yeah, and we met Stephen Piercy. Yep. I think we were talking about yeah, last we time were, you were here, yep. and then we went and saw Tom Kiefer, too, of Cinderella recently. Mm-hmm. And That is so fun. Yep. Yeah, it is. It's great. I love all that stuff. I mean, it's it's fun to go to those shows, yeah. is what it, it is. I mean, I'd love to play with any of those people. I mean, it's it's interesting. I it, We're going down to um, w- where I'm going to try to swing <clears throat> in is to the Sammy Hagar thing in Cabo. That would be fantastic. Have you ever been there? I have not, but... Yeah, I bet you that's going to be fun. Yeah, I've got at, some friends at Cabo that, Wabo yep, or whatever. I have some friends that go down there and uh, see Sammy Hagar mm-hmm. perform when he's, you know, down there doing that. So the that'll be a fun tequila is amazing, right? I have to say. And then <laughs> just been there before. It's, it's, it's like wine it's, after it's two glasses. Good. It does. You don't need to get expensive wine. Uh, no. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So you walk in and it's all Sammy Hagar with all of his. Sarah's been there. I've been once, and I'm going to say the something that may turn off maybe a few listeners if they really care. Yeah, we don't have about any. music. Well, some people get Van Halen. I love them both. Yeah, I do love my Sammy Hagar. So. It was awfully fun to go down there. He oh, was not there at the time, but they played a bunch of eighties music, which is yeah. fine with me. But yeah, yeah you'll love that would it. Would be fun. You'll love it. Yeah. So you're seeing those guys though um, this weekend coming up, Kiss. Yeah. And oh, Diamond Dave is opening for them. Is he really? I believe really? so. David Lee Roth. They usually don't have an opening. <clears throat> so I know David Lee Roth is on the tour right now. Is he going to do Van Halen or? Y- yeah. Oh my god. Oh wow! What a yeah. great surprise! Yeah, where yeah. are they That's playing? That's what you at Excel. Check this out. Is he? They're back for the second time. Wow! Yeah. Do you see him see coming, him? Sam? I'm working on it. Oh, okay. So, anyways, yeah. I mean, you're going that to would that. Be very cool. This weekend, right? Yeah. Um, we're. Well, this will get into something else that we yeah. had chatted about right. before. Yeah. Um, this is our segue into it. Yes. Okay. Good segue. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so. Um, Anyway, both, all these guys, Tommy Thayer and Gene Simmons in particular, are extremely uh, philanthropic. I mean, mm-hmm. these guys give back like you wouldn't believe. And um, Tommy Thayer, the guitarist, uh, his father was a brigadier general in World War II. And a brigadier general is a big deal. Yeah. Um, and his great-grandfather, or might be great-great, was actually one of the founders of West Point. I mean... Wow. Really? Yeah, he has a huge military... And I might... 
I might be wrong on you know a great or great great or yeah yeah or yeah. Once like you get that, back, he was certainly levels. instrumental in in uh, in creating West Point. And um, I uh, the reason I met him originally is because he's he's been so philanthropic with veterans issues and military. Um, and I'm on the board of an organization here in Minneapolis called Folds of Honor. Right. And um, we give um, scholarships to uh, the children and spouses of, of uh, our service members who have been killed or injured in action. Um, and it's a great organization and a lot of music there, too. We had the, the Tim McGraw concert on Minnetonka mm-hmm. um, last year or two years ago. We had Jake Owen last year. They do that in in uh, another board member's backyard on, okay. uh, on Minnetonka, and um, anyway, Tommy has been very supportive of Folds of Honor, and um, anyway, that's how I met him and kind of yep. got to be friends with him. And Gene Simmons, who is equally as philanthropic, um, but in a different way, um, he's involved with an organization locally called Matter, and. Uh, uh, Matter is a phenomenal organization. They do a lot of work in Africa uh, with schools, um, creating what they call clinic in a box. And essentially, they take those storage containers like you see on a ship, mm-hmm. right. and they build a clinic inside them. Oh, wow. And they send them to Senegal or, or uh, wherever the need is. And Gene Simmons has actually traveled a lot and directly uh, has been directly involved with building some of these schools and helping some of these people. Um, and uh, the reason Senegal is because Gorgi Deng from the Timberwolves mm-hmm. uh, is uh, from Senegal. Okay. And they had the prime minister of Senegal come in and uh, to do these fundraisers. Anyway, that's a long story. But it <laughs> gets... All good. Yeah, I know. Well, it is. It's I mean, all but, good. But this, is, this is a Minnesota based... Yeah, both, um, yeah. both matter. I, yeah. Folds of Honor yeah, is actually you. nationally is, yep. is in Tulsa. Okay. Um, and uh, we've given away, I think, over 22,000 scholarships. Wow. Um, in Minneapolis, we're trying to grow that base. I think we, we did uh, I think we did 90 scholarships last year. I might be off on that a little bit. Mm-hmm. So we're growing. And, and How did you get involved with that? My dad was um, a Marine in World War II. Um, okay. He was uh, what they call a gunny sergeant. Uh, and a gunny sergeant is a, um, the word for uh, what that means. It's the same as a first sergeant, except um, they call them a gunny when they've gotten to their their promotions through through battle and fighting, rather than you know appointed as an officer. But anyway, um, he was in World War II in Saipan and Okinawa, and um, when they landed on uh, Saipan in on June 6, 1944, which happened to be his birthday, you know, happy wow. birthday. Oh. Happy Man. birthday, you're going to land on Saipan, right? Wow, jeez. And Saipan was very much like uh, Normandy, but right. in, the, in the Pacific theater. And um, they had uh, 60% casualties in the first line. So Jesus, my, and, and, age. Uh, wow. And, you know, so they when they went in there, you know, if my dad had walked left yeah. instead of right, I mean, that could have been it. Oh, for I mean, sure. That's how many bullets were flying. Yeah. And... Um, so anyway, I, I got interested be, uh, because of his military history, and then when I had the opportunity to join the board, board of Folds of Honor here in Minnesota, I just jumped at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah, a lot of respect for veterans. You know, there's two million uh, dependents of, uh, of 
veterans who have been injured or killed in action. And uh, they have, I think 95% of them have absolutely uh, get no federal assistance whatsoever for anything. It's just crazy. Really? Yeah. I'm not kidding. Yeah. I'm not kidding you. Why? Because of like the <clears throat> the spouse hadn't satisfied some requirement, or what, there's just nothing to be. They just they just there's no program. Don't yeah. do it. Yeah. And you know, and and there is a system, a very disciplined system, for you know. Sadly, it's a numbered system. So if you're a one, you know, you oh. only you only you know took a Graves bullet, right? Mm-hmm. You know, a number five is you know you were you know you had some. Um, limbs blown off. Right. It's it's as much as that seems too sterile. You know, there has to be a way to measure. Yeah, sure, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There has to be some gauge. There has to be some gauge. Yeah. So, um, uh, anyway, it's a it's very meaningful to me. Mm-hmm. The work. Well, we have done. we have had the good fortune of having uh, a lot of really active guests on our show. People who uh, are out there doing. Uh, everyone's doing something and I love that because we can't, you know, not any one cause is the only cause that matters. And we have to, we have to put a lot of effort into Mm -hmm. all of these different things to Mm -hmm. make them work. So, well, that's, what's so interesting about sort of this format that we're doing is that even reaching out with you, John, it's like finding out who's doing what in Mm -hmm. our, in the Mm -hmm. community that we live in, Mm -hmm. you know? And well, and especially in, yeah, like, like it seems if you just look at things on the surface, it seems like we're all very divided right now. Mm-hmm. And we live, you know, we coexist with each other. We're not killing each other every day. Right. So as divided as it seems, it, it's really a, it's, it's a, it's a false, it is, yeah. it is a lot of smoke mm-hmm. and mirrors. It's a false divide. We actually, we coexist, we shop in the same stores, we buy food from the same places or, you know, do the same things. And yet there's this perception that we are so, so massively divided mm-hmm. and we're just not there's there are lots of people we're united i think mm-hmm. in the fact that people really want to be a part of a community absolutely mm-hmm. and and there's so many great ways to to give back and you know people get the illusion that giving back means writing a check mm-hmm. and um, there's just so many things to do that have nothing to do with writing a check yeah um and, and you know the other thing too is we have a whole generation of of um, young people who are coming up in the in, in the world. They're getting older, and it's a whole generation of kids who who this is more important to give back. It's mm-hmm. becoming more Absolutely. and more important. Mm-hmm. It's they're more aware of what's going yeah. on with our environment, um, sustainability, and um, you know you have whether whether they um, come from um, uh, really. Uh, difficult origins or whether they have made a lot of money or whatever sure. they care mm-hmm. and they're starting to learn um, that um, you, you don't just throw money at something you, you need to do the due diligence on these things I mean there's there's a lot of charities around there that that you know are fantastic they look yep. great on the outside they're doing great works but if you um, people are um, really starting to dig in on looking at the numbers. I mean, there's a ton of resources out there for people to, for example, pull out a tax return for a charitable mm-hmm. organization. Mm-hmm. The form is called a 990. Yep. They're accessible to the public. Mm-hmm. You just go out and you pull up their tax return and you look at them, you do due diligence. And I think um, we're getting to a point where people are really, really starting to do that. Um, 
I'll give you another example. Um, there's a category of investing that's becoming very important now. It's called ESG investing and ESG uh, or, or impact investing. Yeah, I think you, we talked mm-hmm. a little right. bit about this last right. time you're in, right? You've got mm-hmm. environmental sustainability and governance, mm-hmm. and yeah. it's a category. And it's um, so let's just say you have um, a young person that wants to invest money, yep. you know, no matter how much it is. They want to invest money. Well, it's becoming more and more important that to these people that they want to invest in, in they want to make an impact, right? Hmm. So um, there are companies out there now that take, um, they screen stocks yep. uh, based on um, their strength. And there's a scoring system for all this about um, what they're doing um, to um help the environment, sustainability, and, and there's a lot of data out there for it. And so people can choose where they want to make an impact. Yeah, I made sort of an unpopular statement in a group the other day that, uh, that Elon Musk was a, is an environmentalist in, of sorts by seeing that there was a way to change the system to get electric cars out there and that that would help. And that by, you know, through that, that action in business, was probably having more of an impact on the future of how we travel and, and the environment than, you know, a lot of people who are just sort of raising their fists and yelling. Right. And, and that doesn't mean, you know, there's, there's two, t- two approaches to it. There's what you call exclusionary and inclusion, uh, inclusive. So it's not about excluding oil companies, right. you know what I mean? Right. It's about finding the companies that are doing the best you know, based on their industry. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't just say oil companies are evil and... I mean, you how know, are our homes going to get heated? Well, you know, yeah, like, look yeah. at all the things we have going. We just need to figure out how to yeah. do it better. But mm-hmm. there are companies that are out there, um, even even ones that you wouldn't think would be uh, making efforts to be environmentally responsible. Um, but there, there, there are. Yeah, I mean, I feel like even BP, if you look well, sure, I was just closely the at same BP. Thing. Yeah, yeah. I think they're, you know, they're, they're the ones with the resources just, to right. lead the charge into a new future, too. Right. And on the governance side, governance, um, obviously, environmental sustainability is very obvious. But governance is companies that are um, governing themselves and, and taking responsibility. I mean, we had, you know, obviously, we had a lot of companies that were being irresponsible with, yeah. uh, with um, you know, what they were selling to their customers in the financial crisis of 2008. And, um, you know... Uh, now people care. Now people are looking mm-hmm. to see, you know, what what is it that these, you know, boards uh, of these big companies are doing to make sure that there's accountability and, and transparency. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So yeah, um, a mix of regulation, self governance, mm-hmm. you know, collective governance through choice of of investment options and uh-huh. stuff like that. That's you know, I have a question about the matter. Uh-huh. Foundation. Um, so you were saying about the uh, the cargo or the kind of containers, right? Yeah. Is that is that something that's done here in Minnesota too? I mean, are they yeah. actually you mean as far as as far as um, are they designing them? them and fitting them and building? You know, them? Um, um, I'm not involved with matter, so I wouldn't be the okay, best sure. person. But I yep. can certainly yep. put you in touch with yeah. uh, with uh, yep. Quentin Marty, who's okay. who's the director, cool. and. Um, I, I don't know if they make them in sure. Minnesota, but they also do uh, a lot of um, um, meals in a box. Okay. And it, they're really genius in how they do this. They get a group from, 
um, Medtronic, a mm-hmm. group of, of young employees. And they come in there and they pack meal boxes for local distribution. Mm. Mm. So they're really engaging the big companies. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've got yeah. more Fortune 500 companies in Minnesota yeah, than just about anywhere else. We don't like right. to say how cool it is here, but yeah, well, it's, I, you know, <laughs> it's pretty cool. Yeah, we like to keep it under under wraps. Under wraps. Yeah, we don't want we don't want hordes of people moving here. You know, I don't. Yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, Quentin, Quentin would be better to, to okay. talk to. But well, no. it's just interesting. This is this is what makes it so interesting. I'm unaware of that. You know mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Um, foundation and i think it's mm-hmm. so yeah you know that's a cool thing yeah yep. all right you guys taking a break yeah i hate to make it, it so abrupt by. but um let's take a quick break okay okay we'll Come be back, back. <laughs> all right <laughs> today's show is brought to you by the andalin app a first of its kind digital legacy preservation app that allows you to digitally attach photos, videos, and audio recordings to the places and objects you love. Imagine hearing your grandmother's voice telling the stories of your family heirlooms. Preserve your memories, prepare for the future, and share with those you love. Andolin, available in the App Store and Google Play. Visit andolin.app for more information. Need some help with a construction project? Looking for thoughtful design and honest answers about what is possible and what is not? Kinetic Design Build is a full-service boutique remodeler servicing residential and commercial clients in the Twin Cities. Design and build with purpose. Visit kineticdesignbuild.com to request a consultation. Packing for a trip? Let Pack Simply give you a little help by delivering travel-safe products directly to your door in an airport security-safe pouch. Unbelievably easy and surprisingly simple. Make your life easier. Visit PackSimply.com. Interested in art? James Holmberg is both an artist and an art consultant. His strong connections in the Minnesota art world give him a unique perspective on the talented pool of artists from our region. Let James guide you to an original work that will come alive in your home. Visit JamesHolmberg.com to find out more. All right. Do you want to go on a wilderness adventure with me, Sam? Or maybe you know a group of kids who could benefit from an extended break from their electronics. Or maybe you just need a break from those kids. Visit earthedfound.org for more information about how to get started. For information about becoming a sponsor of Legacy Matters, please visit LegacyMattersPodcast.com. We're, All right, we're, we're back. back. Thanks for thanks for tuning in. Here in we case are. you forgot, in the uh, thirty second break in the middle here, we've got John Pollard. Yes. he's still here, as <laughs> I like to here. say. People still come yep. back. Yeah. Um, so during the break, we were John and I were talking, and uh, we were talking about just sort of reinventing yourself mm-hmm. as time goes on, and what's the second thing? You know, John, you've had a career early mm-hmm. and then you've kind of reinvented yourself and yeah what did you do you have a second yeah sure um, <laughs> i don't even question. know i don't I know do? um <laughs> no so um i was always a language guy languages really come easy to me okay um, it's probably because i can imitate people really well i don't know oh. but languages came really easy to me and so um uh spanish was a big deal to me and then i um went on and, and um got a business degree as well 
I went to a place called Thunderbird down in Arizona, which is hmm. a um, was a uh, at the time was a very very good uh, MBA, but it was they called it an MIM, a Master's in International Management, because there was a language requirement. Um, component. Oh sure. Um, so anyway, I went there, and um, then I went to work for uh, for a bank um, in the international division. Got moved to Brazil. Lived in Sao Paulo for uh, a no couple shit. of years. Yeah, that yeah. had. I, to have been I didn't rough. know this was coming. Wow, you know how it is. Twenty six years old, uh, going oh. to Rio. Oh, uh, oh. Tough deal. <laughs> yeah. Horrible time, yeah. I bet. But at that time, it was a. It, you know, South America was bizarre. I mean, because you know, sure. people were United States banks were lending to these people, and there was no chance they were going to get paid back. So, do you the, suppose, from their perspective, that the United States is bizarre? You know, do you? I wonder yeah, sometimes probably. what people actually think of us. Yeah. Well. I don't ask now. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Right. Right. Um, <laughs> uh, but um, uh, you know, it was a very strange time. So I essentially was a high test repo guy, believe it or not. Oh, you know, we were yeah. trying to make recoveries on these uh, on these loans, right? Sure. So I wasn't taking people's pickup trucks, but um, mm-hmm. uh, anyway, I came out of there um, and had the opportunity to um, uh, open up a. Uh, investment management company and i'd had some uh experience in that before that's a long story but (laughs) um it was really to manage money for people and Mm -hmm. um it was a uh had an opportunity to do that um and it was actually out in beverly hills of all places so from brazil to beverly hills yeah it was tough rough life Uh, (laughs) you know it was i mean you're killing me john (laughs) It's just nonstop. Over I, got here. News, I got news for you. Um, yeah. Have okay. you ever been in LA? Uh, Hills I have. Is, uh, you have. Yes. Yeah, you lived Beverly out there Hills for a while. Is like a very a short period, but yeah, that's the only place that I. Very it's the only place that I know as well. Yeah. I, um, I was tough. a huge fan of LA. Anyway, yeah. I came back and yeah. I opened uh, the Minneapolis office of that, of that place. And gotcha. um, they were primarily <clears throat> managing money for um, sports and entertainment. Um, and happy for, to be back here. Yeah, I was happy to be, yeah. be back here. Um, then um, that company was sold. And then I had an opportunity to open a um, wealth management company under uh, under my uh, family's company, my extended family's company. And we started that in 2005 and built a nice company. And then it was uh, eventually sold. And um, so here I am re- reinventing. Yeah, reinventing yourself. Finding yeah. Well, and it, what we were talking about during this break, and I was talking about all of us too. You know, it's. It, I mean, here we are, and we've decided to completely reinvent ourselves, start a start a new career, basically, mm-hmm. but taking some of the foundation that we knew from prior mm-hmm. work. Yep. yep. You know, and and just, you know, taking a risk. Yeah. You know. Well, my whole adult life, and I know you two have your own stories and you know jim's an artist you can't really be more of a you can't really bank on that i'll tell you well but it's it's a terribly entrepreneurial (laughs) endeavor actually you're you're just making your product and hoping people like it and telling a story and selling it and sarah's had a lifetime in politics and fashion and whatever else you did out in new york who knows yeah i want to to hear about that oh do do you yeah (laughs) yeah but uh so, you know, I met your son by working at this oh, boys yeah, camp, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. And so I, my older brother's 
uh, Harvard undergrad and then Harvard medical. So he's pretty smart, <laughs> you know, smarter and, than me. Um. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and I decided to spend t- almost 20 years working at a, at a boys camp during the summers, which mm-hmm. left me careerless. I, every time I got any traction, I'd work for nine months somewhere and then say, Oh, you're moving right along or whatever. And then I'd quit and go yeah. work at camp. Uh, and then construction, and now I just remember this. this you know, you talking about mm-hmm. this uh, a couple of years ago, and even throughout these past couple of years, the number of times we've been told, like, "Don't quit your day job," mm-hmm. and uh, there's just no, you, there's no getting something done if you don't pour yourself fully into it. You, so, you like, have the day to job quit was your day, day job. Yeah, the day uh, job was I mean, quit the minute we started this, which I, you know, which was a lingering lens, death. Yeah, but, it which lends to a huge vulnerability <laughs> you know mm-hmm. well, it's, no it is it's scary you but, know for for people later in life to mm-hmm. be you know um i'm 54 um and you know that's not always the the um optimum time to be re- reinventing no, right? yourself but it happens <laughs> right. more it, it happens mm-hmm. more often than you think um but and it would happen more more often um, but it's a scary, mm-hmm. it's a scary transition, you know, right. but they're not, society isn't designed to make it easy for yeah. people to do this. Yeah, it isn't not at all. And it's not, you know, it's not about going out and getting a, getting a job necessarily and exactly what you want. You know, it's about, it's, it's about, and I, I was saying that this, uh, uh, somebody told me this the other night, he said, it's not about going and getting a job. It's about finding purpose, mm-hmm. which sounds kind of flowery and, you know, whatever, but you it's know, easy to say, maybe harder to conceive. Abs- you know, absolutely, but, but you know, you think about it. If you find the true. purpose, it's it's because mm-hmm. abs- a job is almost like somebody else is defining it for you. Yeah, right. And the purpose is, has to be you. No one else can tell you. Absolutely. So, yeah. Hard thing. Well uh-huh. put, Sarah. Well put. I say a few smart things sometimes. <laughs> yeah, no, we, well, we were just for a we were just talking <laughs> about this this morning before you came in. As a matter of fact, John, in and, different different and, language, and, yeah, yeah but different we, language, yeah, yeah. But, mm-hmm. But, you know, so, you know, for you to reinvent yourself, you know, I mean, how was that a slow process or was it just, I mean, we talked a little bit during the break mm-hmm. and that is like, you know, and I said something about like, just, you know, this is the only life we have. You right. Know, you, get, you get one shot to do mm-hmm. it and, and, you know, you got to challenge yourself, yeah. I think. And I, and, and I, I mean, I knew this from the time I was you know, three years old, I had, you know, this creative sort of visual yep. branding sort of, I'm always observing that and I'm sensitive to that kind of thing. And, and uh, that was always with me. I mean, one of my, strangely, one of my favorite things to do when it came to, you know, money management and, you know, we had lots of great clients and, and, you know, we were all good at what we did, but, you know, I'm like, I really want to make the marketing materials and do the yeah, branding yes. and you know right. what I mean turn it, I, it's a I story. want to I want to tell the story in a way that's compelling mm-hmm. to people because you know wealth management you know it's not known for its compelling marketing right there's no. an artist trapped in the old wealth manager there huh? yeah. 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 there kind of well, is yeah. Um, yeah. obviously with the right. music right. Yeah. yeah I mean for sure All but it's it. even you know I it's even sort of like um well I I I think I can bring it up I I don't think anyone would mind but um, I'm not officially involved with this company in any way, but um, I met these guys. Have you ever seen? Have you ever heard of a a um, line of men's grooming products called Duke Cannon? Duke Cannon. Mm-hmm. No. Okay. They're at tar- they're they're at Target. And they they're 
men's grooming products head to toe, you know, and they have this. Sorry, are you being delicate about that? <laughs> I meant, I meant hair no. to. Yeah, I like uh, Sam. No, I just like that. I like. I watched you. I watched you maneuver. You know, you know how that you did that gesture it. earlier. Yeah, just yeah. Keep, which one? You know, you, you can do it to him again. Yeah. yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Okay. I don't want to. Yeah. Do that. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. It was just yeah. fun to watch you watch your brain kind of go through He's that and figure out the right teller, words. Man. I know. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I interrupted. <laughs> um, and, they, and Duke Cannon, I, I don't know if I should be mentioning it you or can, not. You can, oh, no, of so, course. Anyway, they're right here in Minneapolis. We harm oh, no one. Yeah, okay. And um, they, have a, they have a little bit of a military bent to them. Oh, sure. Um, some, thematically, some of their products. Mm-hmm. But it's got this really, um, really sort of dry kind of humor attached to it. You know, like um, they, have, they started out their first product with something called Big Ass Brick of Soap. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, I do know what you're talking about. Do you know about. what I'm talking yes, about? Yes, I do. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And these guys have some of the best branding and marketing yeah. of anything I've ever seen. It's fun. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. And it's... I'm, I'm looking, looking it, up. it up right now. Yep. Yeah. And, and they're right across, you know, right across the way over there. And um, like that really spoke to me. And the reason I got involved with them is because um, we're working on a partnership with Folds of Honor. Um, oh, with, okay. With, with uh, them. Products with and... We're going to do a uh, Folds of Honor and Budweiser did a deal one time, and Budweiser had a special can. Mm, um, mm-hmm. You know that was Folds of Honor, and you get a little. So we're doing a like a men's grooming gifts pro, gift product, mm-hmm. um, gift box that you know a little bit of it goes to Folds of Honor, and uh, that's how I originally got in touch mm. with these guys. But mm-hmm. I got to tell you, you know, my my blood just started like racing when i saw the marketing and the we talk about and the marketing. visual and oh yeah we talk about because i well, think like facebook and instagram i'm just going to throw them under the bus here i mm-hmm. think they're ruining things as mm-hmm. far as marketing goes because mm. now that i've now that i've looked this up they're going to try selling me that stuff for the next six years like yeah. you know like well you obviously love duke can hey, right? you broke the you know? seal yeah one and so they're they're taking marketing to such an extreme that it irritates me yeah but we talk about like the fact that we actually do like to be marketed to we just want to have a more authentic authentic yeah. interaction story with them. yeah i want to look at the things that i want to look at and i want to enjoy it and i don't want to become a number yeah. in a system that says now you i'm going to force you to buy it through psychological manipulation you yeah know? i hate that and 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 you know these guys are these guys are great because yeah. you know they'll say Duke Cannon. You know, it's like this kind of you think of Duke it speaks Cannon. to think you. of a guy mm-hmm. named Duke Cannon. Like, what, <laughs> yeah, what would right. he look like? Mm-hmm. And right. I, and and on the side of their packaging, they have this fanta- these fantastic you know lines or whatever. And um, this soap is for Duke Cannon guys, not guys who listen to. Um, Durant, Durant. that wear skinny jeans and wear and uh, and, and listen to Euro Euro electronic yeah. music. Right. It's it's actually yeah. very funny. Right. Yeah, well, it's and it should be funny because the guys who wear skinny jeans and listen to Euro electronic music they need they need to be marketed to to as well. And it's just a personality thing, and yeah. we mm-hmm. should all get along. Yeah. Like it's oh, really, yeah. this really yeah. irreverent kind of yeah. yeah. So anyway, that's a. But that's an example of something that I was like, wow. That's you, yeah. So you and, and appreciate th- But this it, is yeah. how you are also evolving and, and kind of yeah. redefining yourself. What if we need you know? marketing help? Hmm? What if we need mar- marketing help? Are you going to come help us market? Sure. 
I'd love to. All right, you're in. Look Sold. at this. I love it. You know what Jim and I's favorite thing to do is, and Sam's included too? What's that? You are. When we go... We said oh, this God, before. I don't know if I want to. Yeah, I no, know she no, no, no. When we go to the bar, yeah, you know, and we just sit, and I bring my little trusty notepad, and we're like, "Well, wait a second. And then it becomes this thing, and it takes ten minutes. It does, and then we sketch it out, and it's like, "Oh, it's an idea." Yeah, it's it, mm-hmm. that and it's not, process. Right. It's not the bar as the important part. No, of it. it, it's the getting out of your space. Yeah, getting out of one space, sitting in another for a different purpose sure. and then all of a sudden we had this routine where we would meet with our developers and they're they're wonderful but we'd go through the meeting this meeting and we'd mm-hmm. have you know we'd be talking about these high level things and then at the end of it we'd stop by the 331 on the way back mm-hmm. and we'd have a beer and sit and talk and the next thing you know there's this creative thing that's happening and yeah. now we've solved these problems we've been looking at for days right. or whatever mm-hmm. yeah. yeah it's really satisfying yeah and there's um, a friend of mine was in the uh, beverage business um they uh a distilling business and they created a, a really what became a worldwide um, uh, vodka brand and um, just watching that process was amazing you know through my friends mm-hmm. activities mm-hmm. and um, it was just amazing it was yeah. really cool which vodka just can, can I, I probably can't say it. it's, it's okay I'm just curious uh, it was Belvedere oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Just oh. Belvedere. Yeah. Yeah. Just Belvedere. I, I think I heard of it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, but I mean, just watching the creative process, uh, uh, what they did to, you know, get it out there. And mm-hmm. it was, it was really cool. Well, that's, that is the, the interesting part about all this, right? And that's the risk that we've, well, take, that's like, you know, Kieran that's what you do. Fully you know? hard too. And mm-hmm. yeah, like Over all the, the things building. that he, you know, he conceives of, mm-hmm. and then he just seems like he chases it mm-hmm. and chases it mm-hmm. and chases it until it comes. And and that's the hardest, hardest thing. Is the doing thing. the work, because it seems like everyone can say, oh, I have an idea for an app, right? And I'm right. like, yeah. okay. But the thing about that, I always, I say this with art too. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I don't pick it, it picks me. Mm-hmm. And when that thing gets a hold of you, mm-hmm. like you can't shake it. Like mm-hmm. you have to do it. You have to go forward yeah. and just do whatever it is you want to do. And, and you know, I mean, you take huge risks. I mean, you you don't necessarily get paid to do some of yeah. these things. And you know? I, don't, you know, and I I admire people who do that. Um, yeah, I mean, who just take something and they're like, you know, go for it. Going to have to make this yeah. work. I mean, yeah. look at I think I think Tattersall. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. you know, the, I mean, yep. I think I don't know how that I don't know the people over there, and I don't. We know had Brian Oski. Oh, the did owner. you really? Well, we did it show Dan as, or Dan, Dan excuse Dan. me. But that was yeah. kind of something like that, wasn't they it? Did, they did, yeah. Yeah, yeah. totally. And look at how I mean, well they're doing. And now they're like gangbusters. They're yeah. doing great. Right. Yeah, it's amazing. And then, you know, you, and even out in, uh, there was a uh, a guy, Joe, uh, I can't remember his name. He had a cider. He had made a cider. Uh, okay. And anyway, he just said, you know what? I'm moving to Louisville and I'm mm-hmm. going to open a an American brandy distillery. <laughs> I went out there to tour. It's just giant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Giant. It it's it was so cool. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. I mean, it takes a lot. I, I don't have I mean, a, I have a quick follow up that's kind of in line with yeah. this. How do you deal with um criticism or blowback on things? And I know mm. we've been we have a that's great a community question. of supporters here, so mm-hmm. I, I'm but we're very, we get a lot of criticism. Um, we're very fortunate. <laughs> well, we do get criticism, and I, you know, we all take things personally. I tend to take things mm. pers- very personally. Um, so, how do you deal with that? Um, are you talking about from a business perspective? I guess or? more from business. 
Because I guess when you're doing your own thing, right, it all kind of ties together. Right. Becomes um, your, your life. I mean, you, you know, from a business perspective, you know, I'm very sensitive, a, a very sensitive person, um, you know, and when you, when you've worked, you know, for something very hard and you've created something that, that you think is, you know, um, that, you know, you put your heart into, right. And then somebody comes by and says, well, you're not doing that right. You know, so, uh, so many, it's, it, it's across the board. So mm-hmm. many people are so good at just like letting that run off. Mm-hmm. Right. And mm-hmm. I mean, and, and I had to train myself to just say, okay, they're not saying they don't like me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and I know that sounds kind of, you know, sort of, no, that, but that doesn't sound like anything but a very powerful statement. You know, people need to understand that right. in their core. But you, yeah, and you need, I had to train myself mm, for it mm-hmm. because, you know, everything to me was personal, right? Right. You know, it's yeah. like, um, um, well, you know, why doesn't this person like me? Or, you know, why doesn't this person like me? You know, why aren't they giving me business? Because they must not like me. Right. right. Mm-hmm. But it, it's not that. No. I mean, you. I always, the way I learned to do it is to put myself in their shoes. Mm-hmm. And, and say, okay, what if it yeah. was me calling mm-hmm. up and telling them um, I didn't want to do business with them, right? Um, it's not because I don't like the person. It's because I don't it's need exactly what right. they're doing, you know, or mm-hmm. something else fits. But it's changing the perspective of changing your perspective. Yeah. Yeah. Putting yeah. it, putting yourself in, in, in their in shoes. Their shoes. Uh-huh. That's been very helpful. But, uh-huh. but I'm definitely, I'm one of those. And especially about. as a creative too, mm-hmm. if you're putting something out there and then someone thinks, well, you could be doing better. Why aren't you doing this? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, well, well you do it then. Yeah, you right, try. Right, exactly. you know, that's what I think secretly in my head. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. then I want to do better to prove that, no, I know what I'm doing. Right. 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 Yeah. But well, go ahead. Sorry. Well, there's just like, it, this comes back to dating in a way, right? The, it, rejection is the hardest thing Mm -hmm. but sometimes it's absolutely the kindest thing you can do to tell someone look i it's not you i like you Mm -hmm. but this relationship Mm -hmm. isn't going to work in this way you know and but it's the hardest thing to do because you feel like you know you're hurting them or whatever and they're sensitive about the whole thing but that that plays out in business too uh some of the most kind things people have done for me is to say Look, I'm not interested right now. Yeah. You know, it, keep doing your work. You're doing fine. You're Keep it up, but I'm not interested in right. yeah. being a part There's of no this right now. And that's okay. Like, yeah, thank you. Of course. Now yeah. I can move on, mm-hmm. you yeah. know. Ab- absolutely. And, yeah. um, I, you know, that's a really important um, to not, you know, to say, okay, um, it's not you. or Yeah, you right. Know, you know, because I think innately everybody wants everybody to like them. Oh, right. it's your ego is yeah. very strong. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you want yeah. you, everybody wants everybody to like them, right? And be accepted. Yeah. But you know, you get. I think as you age, you sort of say, you sort of get to that point where you say, you know, if I have these ten people standing around my, you know, when they're, you know, spreading my ashes or whatever, um, you know, that's enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. um, and I certainly have a group like that of. Um, yeah. But I also like to be social. It's just, um, I I always had issues too with boundaries. We were just talking, talking about, about this yesterday. Actually, we were yeah. just talking about um, with uh, Roxanne. Roxanne Battle, and uh-huh. I, I was telling her about my spiritual journey and uh-huh. kind of finding myself and all these things. And I've akined it to certain people have like a static about them, and it's almost a negativity, or there's just no. Um, 
kind of, it's not an easy communication. Mm -hmm. And I've had people like that in my life for a long time. And then at some point, at some point I said, you know what, this isn't helping me. You're just making me feel agitated. And then it's that boundary. And then you set the boundary and all of a sudden they say, well, what's wrong with you? It's like, no, actually it's you. (laughs) It's not me. It is you. (laughs) Right. And then you just clear that air and you surround yourself with, yeah, like-minded yeah. people, and it makes well, all the and difference. The, and the other things, people people want stuff from you. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. They, yeah. They, a lot yep. of people they they do want yeah. things from people, mm-hmm. both both mm-hmm. you know physical and emotional, sure. and, yeah, and, sure. and professionally, yeah, yeah. And, you know, yeah. whatever they they, um, you know, and and you know, I'm one of those people, and Kathy and I are both this way. You know, we'll be sitting somewhere, and if we're sitting at a, you know, out to dinner or sitting having dinner at a bar, we can't help ourselves from not talking to people, mm-hmm. right? And um, you know, it's easy to sort of let somebody in that you that you know, in the moment mm-hmm. to let somebody mm-hmm. in, mm-hmm. and because and, and, you're having fun, right? Because you're having drink, fun. And yeah. yeah. And yeah. and I I had to manage I had to manage that, you know, um, just because. You, know, you can't do everything for everybody, right? Right, right. Oh God, no, no. In fact, you're like, you're doing them a disservice if you are claiming you can or yeah, thinking I know. you can. I know. You know? But you're just you're a people pleaser, right? And you want to? Yeah, I think so. To I mean, um, if we want to get vulnerable here, <laughs> um, yeah. this is a safe space. Right? <laughs> this is our safe space. Don't, please don't. <laughs> We're say just that. We'll just blast it all over the world. You know, everyone's it's not really. It, the there are no safe spaces. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't very safe the other day. Uh-oh. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just making things up. <laughs> I have no up. idea. No, just, I, you know, um, it it, it's true. I mean, yeah. and people, I think people who, a lot of people who are really successful that, I, you know, I know some people who have done really well, they, they have the same insecurities. They're just much better at, you know, not just letting them, mm-hmm. just letting them stay there and fester and, you know, things like that. Right. But I think being vulnerable is help is um is it it really has helped me to be able to you know sort of think about what it is to do next right you know? right yeah I and think, you're in this transition right uh-huh. now yeah. So yeah 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 where, where do you here's the question right like well what do you want to do <laughs> you know i was gonna yeah. say what do you where do you Jeez. see yourself in five years but but instead i'm just gonna go with what do you want to do john <laughs> yeah no i mean i think it's gonna be something that i built help build myself Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, you know what I mean. Um, I, I, but in a different way. You know what I mean. I, mm-hmm. I really, again, visual branding, all that kind of stuff is is really interesting to me. Right. And um, and and I think I'm good at it. You know. Um, and so. Well, you're good enough at it. What do you mean? I mean, the idea that I think I'm good at it. You know, like no one's an expert, really. Yeah, at anything. You no, know, I agree. You know, everybody's there. People have talents, and but if you're just willing to make a mistake or just try yeah, it, that's just part keep of moving being, forward yeah, vulnerable with it. And you can, you can yeah. do it. And the but but the, it's it's also, um, you know, people are like, what are you, what, what are you doing? You know, like, <laughs> who are I these mean, people? Well, what, so what, what gets you excited? Shush. And part of it is the work that you're doing with the foundation. Yeah. Well, there, there you go. I mean. You know, um, uh, that is amazing for me. Yeah, you got yeah. a high-paying job, but um, um, <laughs> but the purpose like. is yeah. Yeah, is amazing. <laughs> yeah, 
And I, for me, it's, it's about translating all this stuff that I've had inside me all my life from a, from a creative and, and, um, you know, standpoint and trying to, you know, I've been sort of in a way I've been doing it for free all my life. Now I don't mean, yep. yeah. but I've been doing it free for, you know, but how do you, how do you make that into a, to a job? A career. Right. Yeah. yeah. You have to carve it out yourself. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So I, yeah, don't I mean, know. this sounds a lot like what most of the musicians that come through here and artists and entrepreneurs, oh, yeah. it sounds a lot like mm-hmm. what, I mean, yeah. what mm-hmm. people say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. You know, you have to, you have to create something and allow that yourself to be, I think there's a ton of strength in vulnerability mm-hmm. actually. Yeah. I, I, I agree with you. I think it's one of the more strong characteristics of us as humans is mm-hmm. to be, to open up. It's the, it's the empathy, yep. right, mm-hmm. is the vulnerability, and it's born of that. So yeah. I try and tell my boys that, well, and working at camp, you know, yeah, all those years with all those kids, and you've got, you've got a recognizable last name, which yeah. in some ways sort of sucks, I imagine. In some well, ways it's I great. Mean, you know, and, you know um, um, I'm fortunate to have been um, with, uh, grown up with some people who have been successful in their respective yeah. businesses and um, I look at it as a, it was an opportunity to, um, uh, learn. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I learned some important lessons. Mm-hmm. Um, well, but, um, you know, you have to, you have to cut your own path. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. All of them but, do. Yep. And we'd have, so we'd have these kids come through <laughs> camp and, you know, the, the range of affluence is broad there. There's, you know, there's kids on scholarship and there's kids whose last names you recognize. Right. right? And they come through the gates and it's like, no, you're all kids. Mm-hmm. I really don't care about any of that. Mm-hmm. You're, you, what do you want out of your summer? What are we going to do here? Uh, do you like fishing? I'll yeah. take you fishing. That was my thing. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, because at the end of the day, name or no name or job or whatever, we're, mm-hmm. we're all just people. I yeah. Just, there's, there's no question about it. And, and, um, uh, my, my, uncle and my cousins jim bob and bill and you know um all very successful guys all very capable and uh i was able to learn a lot of important business lessons but also um learn how to deal with um with other issues that come along with Mm -hmm. you know having a a recognizable last name sure um uh but you know i i i hope i've done a pretty good job of being john you know, mm-hmm. rather than mm-hmm. rather than um, you know, John Polad or mm-hmm. something. Yep. Yeah. From what I know of you. Yeah. Uh-oh. No, I mean, I I just I know a few. <laughs> well, people. no, I mean, we've talked quite a bit. I mean, the yeah. stuff that you're giving back to mm-hmm. the community, mm-hmm. and that's what this is all about. Well, you and, know? and you you know, you used to be a semi regular at a restaurant that my friend and one of the co counselors. Uh-oh. <laughs> no, up at, up at camp, one of my, well, he's, I brought him back from Vegas, actually. He's a business partner of mine. But, um, you know, so I, so let's say I've heard stories about you. How about that? Oh, you know? boy. God. <laughs> that, no, tell me which restaurant. <laughs> yeah, Craig, that's not what John wants to hear. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, no, but but I've only heard positive. Oh, well, that's so, good. You know, I mean, that's, that to have someone I know and trust tell me about, positive experiences mm-hmm. with other people it just means a lot to mm-hmm. me so yeah. well that's that's nice i'm glad and that's what we want to be remembered for right mm-hmm. and, I, and i always you know tell my kids um you know everyone says oh what are you kids doing you know and and people are like well they're gonna 
they got this great job and and you know and sure. and whatever and i think that's great i mean it's a okay. testament to to you know bringing kids up well but for me you know i uh the way i look at it is if um if uh if if my sons continue to open a door for a lady i don't think there's anything wrong with that as mm-hmm. that's right i don't know if they stand up uh when somebody comes to the table and mm-hmm. they stand up shake their hand and look mm-hmm. them in the eye mm-hmm. that's Manners. really that's really important and uh if they're if they have um reasonable empathy mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. as far as i'm concerned those three pillars and those are actions you know standing up and but they're empathy. indicative empathy mm-hmm. is the big yeah right. but mm-hmm. they're but they're in it's indicative of a of of being genuinely interested mm-hmm. in, in some other people mm-hmm. right right emotions um, but empathy and you know what if i've instilled that it's not mm-hmm. much more i can yeah. do well know? i only know jack from camp yeah and uh i didn't know him well i only knew him briefly for how the, old is he when he went there i think he was 13 or 14 was he okay yep Yep, I'm pretty sure he was in Sooner Cabin and he was 13. Yeah. That's what I want to say. Um, but that's a sweet person. Like, that's a genuinely Thank good you. person. So Thanks. You know, you got that right. Yeah. And and make sure they're they're doing something constructive with their time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Doesn't have, mm-hmm. to, doesn't have to be a, you know. Hey. Internship. You know, be an artist. Yeah. I don't, look. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not. You know. You could go to a little private art school and be an artist. Right? Tell you what, my, my son Michael is a hell of a cook. Is he? Oh, there you go. Crazy. Yeah. Well. And that's. That's, that's art in a way. That is art. Well, it is mm-hmm. art. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a great career path, yeah. I think, especially right now. Yeah. I mean, He's thinking journalism. Yeah. Is he thinking mm-hmm. journalism? That's a really good writer. Mm. That's a good combo. Yeah. He's a good writer. Yeah. Oh. So. It's way uh, better than being an artist. I'll tell you that. <laughs> oh, I thought you said writing was was lower than than art, but not Depends journalism. What kind of not yeah. journalism. Just like no. creative writing. Just right. Like <laughs> right. We have a scale here on like where the arts fit. I, listen, I'm an artist. Yes, I love the arts. All the stuff. It's all good. Now we're getting ourselves in trouble. But, but it is a difficult career path. Yeah. I mean, it really is to write novels. Oh yeah, to write novels, to to do art, to all, to do all of this. So even what we're talking about here, I mean, it's not easy. Oh, it, I mean, none of it is. I mean, that's the point. You know, once yeah. you, if it you were know, easy, I can, wouldn't. I don't. We wouldn't enjoy it. What, what do you get out of? I mean, right. I'm not knocking easy. Easy's probably really nice. Yeah, but it's not for everybody. Right. I um, mean, you want to challenge yourself and yeah. and and challenge everything around you. you I know? mean, a big word for me has been authenticity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's hard. It's it is hard. hard. Authenticity is hard. Yep. That's that's funny because I think it's easy. I, I it's like I I think it's like it's like vulnerability. Once you figure out authenticity, then you recognize yep. it everywhere. Oh and sure, you see that's it. it. Everyone, yep. and you're exactly once right. you once you're awake to it or oh, whatever, yeah. then it's the easiest thing is to I. I run away from inauthenticity. Yeah, you know, right. Like, right. Inauthentic right. things scare the shit out of or me. Or people. But, yeah. But authenticity is like now it's everywhere and everyone's. But uh, I. But you know, it, um, you know, part of it is being authenticity to yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Authentic mm-hmm. to yourself. Right. To That's a challenge. There's that other voice in your head that yeah that yeah. sometimes hates you. Absolutely. You know. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. I mean, when you say like, eh, I'm not gonna, I'm not You're gonna not get a regular enough. job. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> which. Problematic. Anyway, I mean, I, yeah, I, uh, I'm like, yeah. Um, okay, well, I probably should figure this out <laughs> sooner or later. Yeah, we say that every it day. It all comes around. Kathy's around. like, um, 
Um, you going to figure this uh, out? <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah uh, well, I want to read something yeah. I've got here. Okay. I'm just going to read this. Yeah. David Lee Roth joining KISS at the XL Energy Center yes. on February 24th. Wow. Awesome. There you go. All right. Well, maybe... <laughs> Maybe I'll figure out a way to get over there. Yeah, <laughs> I will just go buy a ticket. Yeah, I can't, I can't imagine it's sold out. I mean, I, I think I, it's close. Is I, it really? Yep, looks like. Yeah, it. I'm sure it is. Yep. I mean, wow. that's a big. That'll be a big show. Well, they sold out Target, and the, and the only reason they're coming back, I think, you know, this is their last tour, and and I actually believe they're that it is their to last. See tour. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I've seen them a handful of times. <laughs> yeah, I, I've seen them three Phenomenal. times this year. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. So uh, let me ask you this, and this is this is a metal question, <laughs> oh, but oh, metal. metal question, but right. um, and and maybe you know, but do you do you listen to any bands that you just think are underrated, like you mm-hmm. know that you actually mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. and and I do have a few that never mm-hmm. got the recognition mm-hmm. that that maybe they should have. Oh man, that's a great question. Start with yours. Well, <laughs> in in metal. Yeah, in, in metal. I mean, sure. there's, you know, but but I dig really deep sometimes. Mm-hmm. But um, but there's a few bands. There's the band Fastway, which was from the 80s. And they... they Fastway. Yeah, they kind of sound a little Zeppelin. There's Crocus, who I think is a great band. Mm-hmm. Deep. That I kind of remember. And then there's Wasp. Oh, yeah, Wasp. Yes. <laughs> which has a very Kiss sound. <laughs> and yeah. that's... And and I, I know, believe me, I'll get the comments. Wasp, are you serious? No, I but love, I love Wasp. <laughs> you love, I mean, yeah, they're good. You you might want to revisit it, I, John. I will check it out. Yeah, you're also okay with Nickelback, right? Which puts you in a special category. Oh, oh. <laughs> now we made everybody uncomfortable. That's it. He's leaving for good. Yeah. You finally John did just, it. He just threw the mic on the floor and I left. Know. Yeah, I did. I, <laughs> you did, dropped the mic. I did the drop. Now, Thank you. Now, Thank you very much. Listen, I'm out. <laughs> Let, let's not get carried away okay everybody take it do you, okay do you own you own the Nickelback several CDs I own them all okay, and they're right there behind you go. Yeah. All right. I, He's I have proud. to make an admission oh, yeah. I have to make an admission okay yeah. I did sing Rockstar oh my karate. god John now we're talking oh okay yeah. well, okay yeah. there you go yeah. it's okay yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, I mean, people, you this know, is a safe I, space. listen, it's, it's <laughs> it is a safe, safe space. Let it all out, <laughs> you know. But I do have the Scorp sitting up there. Mm-hmm. Love oh, it for yeah. Sting. We've got yeah. the Priest up there on our Hall of Fame. Oh, you really do. Yeah. And then the Heavy Metal soundtrack, which oh, is yeah, a great one. Oh, yeah, that was one. good. Yeah. So, and of course, Prince is up there because, yeah. you know, because yeah, be. it's Prince. Yeah. It's Prince. But yeah, I mean, those are some bands that I always think that are a little. Yeah. Under okay, well, so I think I, but I also think Prince was an underrated guitarist. Oh, oh yeah, did you ever, have you ever seen that video of him uh, playing with uh, playing my guitar gently? Yes, yes, yes. 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 That's with, one of my uh, George Harrison's son, wasn't yes. it? It yeah. was for George yeah. Harrison. The yep. and Tom, Rock Petty. And Roll, Tom, Tom Petty. Tom Petty's there. Uh, um, Eric Clapton, Steve Winwood, uh, the dude from ELO, Jeff Lynne. Yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. Jeez, look at you guys. Yeah. 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 Um, there's a guy. No, this isn't metal. This is um, uh, is it Derek Derek Trucks mm. band? I believe he's the nephew of the drummer from um, Almond Brothers. Okay, mm-hmm. and this guy plays slide guitar. Uh-huh. Mm. I think it's Derek Trucks band. I'll I'll um, well I'll find out. But anyway, if that's uh, let, let, that's we, we have range. one last thing because Uh-oh. we got to go back to who would you want to play with. 
on your next adventure at rock camp um sarah asked that earlier i know it's and so i i just said the crew you, you said know the crew yeah i mean that's just a def lap for me see i don't know that i'd go metal because yeah, yeah. Um, you don't have to no i'd like to play with uh i'd like to play duran duran like too to play oh. pro jam Oh, oh yeah. that would be fun. Yeah. God, that would be fun. One of my favorite songs to sing, um, you know, is Even Flow. Yeah. Yeah. Do you and understand Even any, Flo of, and any of the lyrics? What? Do you understand any of the lyrics? I know Eddie Vedder can be kind of You know garbled. what? I, I had to actually practice that for a long yeah. time. Um, because even there's two things about that song. Number one, the breathing's really hard. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh, mm-hmm. It's hard to breathe. Yep. That and Thunder Road by Bruce Springsteen. Uh, so like, yeah. There's nowhere to take a breath. You're like <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you know when it's you know when it's sprung from kids right. out on Highway Nine, it's from wheel to uh-huh. you know and they just keep like, going. Nom, 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 nom. Yeah, but um, anyway, I got one more. Flow, Bob Seger. Yeah, love. Oh, I'm a huge Seger fan. All I gotta do yeah. is go to Bemidji. They've got like the all Seger all the time. <laughs> it's station. all Bob Seger. <laughs> can, but can you imagine Seger. if you could play with Bob Seger? Oh, That'd be really cool. Wait, he's, I got one. Go yeah, ahead. Go ahead. Um, Michael McDonald. Oh yeah. yeah. I'm going to see the Doobie Brothers or Are you really? Yeah, at the State Fair. Okay. I was there at ten AM not there, online at ten AM <laughs> getting tickets. Uh-huh. And I had to be sure that Michael McDonald was gonna be there. He was he we're talking about a prolific job. Prolific in and, the seventies. You had no idea. Wrote, wrote a ton. ton. he was on like every Steely Dan song, Christopher Cross. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember you know, I can't live living is without you? You know that yeah, yeah. from way back. Harry yeah. Nielsen? Yeah. It was sung by a guy named Harry Nielsen. Harry Nielsen wrote some of the most, I mean, Isn't some of the funny? most famous songs, you know, by other artists yeah. Yeah, that you've, that you've. I mean, it's just crazy. That's the crazy thing about Prince, too, is the yeah. number of songs so that he songs. put out there for other people. Yeah. yeah. Like, Tons. What, what a bunch of talent. We used to play a game on canoe trips at camp. Uh, if you If you could bring an artist along to sit in the oh. middle of the canoe with a guitar and play and sing to you all day. They didn't paddle. They didn't help. They didn't cook. They didn't do anything. Who would you bring? You know? Oh, that's a and great Se- one. Seeger and uh, Elton John. Elton John. Yeah. I mean, Elton John's uh, okay. always I'd, right I'd, in there. That might be one. Yeah, Elton John. Yeah. And Billy yeah. Joel always made it in there, too, yeah, just Billy because Joel's of the number of songs that you, yeah. you could sing to you all day long. Oh, yeah. Like you can just imagine them entertaining you. Yeah. Huh. But Black is one of my favorite songs to sing. It's okay. Yeah. That they and, just came out with something, a new... Yeah. Yeah. Per- that Pearl Jam. Sinatra. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. That's, That's cool. Yeah. Anyway. Forever. All right. Forever favorite. All right. Well, John. So I did look it up, in, and we'll, we'll or, get out of here, but it's uh, the Derek Trucks Band is an American jam band, or was actually, uh, founded by young slide guitar prodigy Derek Trucks. So I think you were hmm. so good. I think you were right on that. Yeah. Prodigy. Good. Yep. Okay. Good. Cool. Oh, how can we find... Yeah, do any, you want to put anything important. out yes. yeah. in the world? <clears throat> um, like yeah, you do. Point people the foundations in, that you a, are... Folds of Honor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you can go to foldsofhonormn.org. Okay. Or you can go to foldsofhonor.org. Um, read all about it. And if you um, know of anybody who's looking, uh, who has a, a parent or a spouse that, that has been uh, uh, injured or sadly passed away, um, there are scholarships available, and I actually think right now in February they're taking applications. Um, so okay. uh, they do that once a year. So it might be 
you know, it's a little bit of a short leash, but, uh, and then of course my friend Quentin, um, has matter and that's matter.ngo. Uh, mm. and, and NGO I hadn't heard of as an extension, yeah. but it's a non-governmental organization. Mm. Yep. Mm-hmm. So it's matter.ngo okay. and terrific organization. All right. Awesome. John, thanks. Thank you, John. Thank thanks you. for doing what yeah. you do. Thank you for coming yeah. in. Not All sure right. what I do, but here I am. <laughs> you do. You're doing All it. Right. Whatever Bye. it is. Thanks. <laughs> Bye. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. We love comments and feedback, so go ahead and let us have it. If you'd like to learn more about Andalin and other legacy projects, visit the website at andalin.app or kineticlegacy.us. Take care.